Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. with Dustin Chaffin. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with this. Please subscribe to our Patreon page. You can uh, hear all kinds of extras with uh, T.J. Miller on the road and hell gig stories and behind the scenes of a comedy club in Manhattan. So please support that. I could really use your support. So if you like this podcast, please uh, sign up for Patreon page. It's only like two bucks and you can really kind of uh, get some extra stuff that I want to try to add. It's even getting better and better each week. So please support us and uh, I'll give back. I promise. So um, last night, I um, I did a gig in uh, Staten Island because I like to brag. And I was uh, here's the deal: I was in front of a, uh, in a was outside. Do you do a lot of outside gigs? Not not, not if I can help it. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on if yeah, there's a roof. this is yeah, no roof. Maybe yeah, no roof yeah, we'll in front of a Skechers. Oh, and yeah. and when and when we when we drove oh. when we drove up. It was there was a guy. The wind was real bad, so there was a guy trying to like put the put the makeshift sign up, you know, and oh. it was blowing over. Always <laughs> oh, good. And they yeah. had to wait the bottom. I and, I, that. and I was just like, as you're walking towards the gig, this is all that's happening, True. and it's just like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. And here's the funny part: is this is the second parking lot gig in a month. Oh man! Yeah, Who's I did. Your agent? Yeah. <laughs> you're killing it. It's like, and then I, I did the other one was in a. Um, uh, it was a golf course uh, parking lot, and then it, it was a golf thing, and then it was like uh, there was a tree in front of the audience, this huge oak tree. So we literally had to kind of look left to, to like <laughs> see the crowd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was like, hey, hey, and it's sure. like this little, and then last night was really uh, funny because it started raining, and oh, yeah. so the light, and that they had this little, you know, Home Depot light. And then a little shitty Radio Shack 1974 speaker, oh, and then the the light just blew out and smoke was oh, everywhere. Wow. It was like popped, and it was like thing. And and then it's Staten Island, so they're half the mafia's there. So they're like, "Hey, who's this guy?" And yeah. was like, what happened to the light? <laughs> yeah. Hey. And then and of course they want to heckle, and then I go crazy when they heckle. I would like the, the humanity to heckle a person in this situation. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, my brain was, I would just went off. Like, you want to be mafia? We had a meatball sandwich. Like, shut up, stupid. You're not a mafia. And, then, you know, those kind of things just going after them. And it was just like, I just, I don't How'd know. How'd they react I, to that? It was fun. It was sure, fun. Of course. Yeah, usually they usually like it. I'm funny when I have a meltdown. No, and they usually yeah. actually do like <laughs> you know the name calling. That's what I realized. I'm starting, that's the sad part of your comedy. You start to look at it, you're like, I'm kind of funny when I lose my mind. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be. And if they don't know you've lost it, that's okay. No, but it's like <laughs> losing yourself in sure. that. You know what that oh, is. Oh, hell yeah, really. You really know, know, I'm sure this Believe is, me. you know, you've you had. set off 80 triggers there in my brain, right? Yeah. Now. Well, you, get... you know, outside, again, outside. Community, you... community college on the college circuit, they're two-year schools, so there's okay. no, they got to be during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so normally they throw you in the cafeteria in the corner, mm. you know, and, uh. And, not, and they, the crowd wouldn't know you were there. They, you're just a dude. Start, hey, no intro, <laughs> nothing. You just had to walk over and start talking. Hey, everybody. Are people looking up from books yeah. and looking around? You know, but when those, when somebody tried to take a chance because they knew that those, those were notoriously bad, were nooners, 
yeah. EE workers are yeah. going to put you in the cafeteria. You were never separate in your own little room somewhere 90% of the time. So then every now and then somebody would have the right idea, let's put them outside. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's just some fountain. And yeah, like, you know, horrible. Some little, the little, you can see the microphone cord going directly into the speaker. <laughs> you got about two feet of tether to work either way. Hey. There's no place for them to sit. They just kind of kind of gather around you in a semicircle. Hilarious. And just kind of stand there. And then most of the people don't know what's going on. They're still just milling by it every now and then. A head will pop in. Yeah, yeah. Somebody just, oh, just want to see what this was. I got to go to chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> see somebody working their way through the crowd. Yeah, no other art form are they doing that. There's not like an opera singer booked at a college bookstore. You know what I mean? No, like, that's true. <laughs> well, they're, you, know. you know, there's not a dance team, you know, at the cafeteria. You know, it's like it's comedy has its own like That was one of, you know, our boy thing. Spanky. You know Spanky. He did right? a bookstore. <laughs> he did. It was, I still remember this. It was Wright State University, which yeah. is in Dayton, Ohio, near the Air Force Base. Okay. It's, uh, it's, you got for engineering and aeronautics. Sure. Big it's school, pretty yeah. smart, right? Yeah. Except for deciding where we should have the comedy show because they decided instead of Welcome Week. So they figured, yeah. where's the biggest crowd on campus? During the first week, in line outside the bookstore, <laughs> so they don't have him again. It's a four-year school. They could have yep. put him in a little theater somewhere at night. Oh yeah, eight o'clock. Welcome freshmen. Welcome back students. Oh yeah, no, yeah. they make him stand in the hallway <laughs> as the lines move past him <laughs> <laughs> to go in the bookstore. Because <laughs> what we're doing with my life? What we're doing with my life? Yeah, it's one of those where you just kind of, at one point in your brain, you're just going 2200, 2200, 2200. I can't believe they give me 2200. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, the, the greatest thing I've ever, like, I figured out late, at late in comedy, because I, I get real, like, anxious about, like, you know, doing the time. Because I remember um, Mark Marin always, he had a situation where, like, he opened for a guy and, like, he tried to get off, and the guy was like, do your time, made him go back up on stage. Oh, it was wow. like a whole thing. So my whole thing is just do my time. Sure. As long as I do my time so I've been like buzzing myself with my phone so as soon as I do it the exact amount of time we all agreed on <laughs> see you later <laughs> that's yeah. it I mean I won't do a minute over 40 so you see me here I, I, I'll just jump off I like I, as soon as I get the light see you later <laughs> right. no, no, no. I ain't gonna relish in this laughter no, you know no. I was doing a corporate yeah. gig, and Ray Charles was the performer. Late, oh no! Late his, yeah, this wow, twenty something years ago. Yeah, but it's in it's in Ray's contract that Ray yeah. plays for an hour. Yeah, and the hour is from ten to eleven. So oh. if your thing is behind, oh, forget you start it. At ten fifteen, Ray's stopping at eleven. You're oh wow, forty five. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray was a stickler about this. Was it really? Oh, wow. At every rehearsal, there's gonna be like nine hundred people at this thing. Oh wow. So everybody's rehearsing. How they get Ray Charles? That's on. crazy. And uh, they paid him. I must be like an AT and T kind of thing, they, they, like a big yeah, company. Exactly. Okay. And yeah. So they, uh, the following year, this is how weird they are. And so, so they just knew anyway. To, and they did. They knew to get his ass right on at 10 if they wanted yeah. the full hour of Ray. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was great. But now this is how much money they had. The following year, same corporation, um, they built boxes all over the world. They got Dude's got a home on the 35th floor at the Sherry Netherland on 5th Avenue here in the city overlooking the park. Oh, wow. His Atlanta residence where they have a big factory down there is the old Coca-Cola guy's mansion or something. He's got a house in Sydney, Australia. They're Australian. So the next year, they paid Paul Anka, the old school Paul Anka, who yeah. wrote my way for Sinatra. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they paid him. They paid him two hundred and fifty thousand wow. dollars to rewrite the words to my way to make it a hack parody song <laughs> oh, about no. about about cardboard boxes because oh, that's no. what they make. And then they had this they had this a party. <laughs> 
And he comes out with the CEO. Oh, no. and You fold the flap. You tape the lid. We did it. Uh, you know. That's the amount, though. That's, that's what I That's knew. the amount. Well, was, like, that's the amount. They must have paid Ray. Yeah, but Ray yeah. just came out and did his show the year before. Yeah, but that's the amount to do that to yourself. To do that to yourself. Like, to yes. have no dignity left. Like, that's and, and it. They, well, he had, they did it together <laughs> as a duet. And Paul Anka's about 5'2". He's like Tom Cruise. Ray did the Prince duet with him. He, and so, yeah. Oh so, so after he, Paul Anka sings it, yeah. he's got to sing it with the dude. And so a dude is off on the side actually... Folding a box together, <laughs> doing what they're singing, right? As they sing the lyrics, a dude's making the box, right? No, he's not. Yes, he is. And, and the, the closer, so at the end, when they handed it up, Pratt, well, it's because Pratt Industries is the name of oh it. Oh, so, my God. So now, with perfect timing, because yeah. Paul Anka, now the CEO of the company, he's like 6'4". Okay. Paul Anka, 5'2", right? Hilarious. So by now, the box is perfectly folded, and as they're singing the last line, the dude that folds it walks over to Paul Anka, sits in front of him. He stands up on the box, so now he's the same height as the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> and they throw their arms around each other and do the big closer like it's karaoke night. Any bar in any neighborhood, I know. It's hilarious. I, I thought you were gonna, he's gonna go. You're gonna put him in the box. No, well, like, I, they have one big enough. I'm sure they made that joke. I forgot. I just, I'll never forget. Wow, I was, like, I was hosting that's, both that's, these things. At least you were host. That's that's the that's easy. the best gig in that yes. situation. Didn't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both times, two years ago, I just walked out. Ladies and gentlemen, hey. great job. Oh wow. <laughs> That's super easy. Nom. Did you get to talk to Ray at all? Oh, yeah. I got nice. a picture somewhere. Oh. Ray, Ray was, everybody, that I, uh, David Spade was the first guy I met him, and then Ron okay. White met him, and then Eddie Brill met him, and everybody that ever randomly ran across him yeah. said, he, he all you had to run, run over, Ray, picture, and he'd just stop and make the pose. <laughs> he's, everybody, yeah. And he'd tell them who you were, he might talk to you for a minute. Okay. I was a comic. You I was told him you were a comedian. Oh, right, kind of, I yeah. no, I'd never heard anybody think about Ray. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> God, my so funny no, it's like just to you know just to have that kind of stuff i don't think i've ever worked with anybody like that i like i did one time i did a thing in queens it was like they had like kind of these um like four top groups but it was like they were kind of banged up there was like be like one guy left sure of course like, i know right <laughs> I know. I was in like Atlantic the Jaybirds. Yes, you sure. know, it was like. It was right. No, like no, these. no. I saw the spinners. Yeah. It was in Atlantic City. Oh, advertising. Atlantic City, too. I'm like, Felipe Wynn's been dead since 19. He was a singer. He sang every lead. So it'd be like, you know, it was five groups, but, sure, you know, one you. cousin sure, and, totally. like, like, somebody it. stepped in. And, sure. and it was like, they were great, you know, yeah. as much as they could be. But it was, then I was a comedian. It didn't make sense uh-huh. that I was. You ever do a gig? You're like, All this right, doesn't sure. make sense. Nobody thought this yeah, through. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I said, get a comic. That was it. Bang. I just turned. It's like, yeah, and I can, you know, I can handle myself, but it was still kind of one of the situations. They made me wear a suit and everything, which is fine, but it was just like, it just didn't make sense that I was there. No, I love then, those. Who yeah. thought of this? When you yeah. walk right out there and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought of this? Yeah, oh, I did. I did the one, um, it was a, it was like a celebration of like, uh, like African-American academics and stuff. And it was, uh, it was like, it was MIT. Uh, I believe it was in the Harvard Auditorium or something. It was like all these like huge like just genius like right. people of color, and then they had a comedy show, and then they had like all these black comics like Artie and Harris Stanton and like okay. Will and Sugar Bear, and then they oh, had sure. then they had me. Okay, token <laughs> gotta have token whitey yeah. on the show always. Usually that's yeah. fun. Sometimes it was Not fun. It was fun for about twenty minutes. Okay, and then about twenty two minutes, I happened to do this. You know, at least black people got to travel joke that i used yeah. to do and they just no. weren't having it, and it was like, just boo 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 like a boo i've never heard in my i've oh, never heard wow. that kind of 
boo. Yeah, yeah. I can see a booze yeah. is a whole nother kind of boo. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, the, the, I remember, you know, during the Clinton administration, and you yeah. know the NACA conferences where after you did your showcase, if mm-hmm. you got to perform for them, it's a trade show. So you walk okay. through this hallway, so all these little booths are next to each other. And so just like if it was a hardware convention and this yeah. one's faucets and this one's toilets and this one's tools, yeah. it's, you know, it's the African-American experience. It's yeah. two girls that sing opera. It's a dude yeah. that does a tribute to Jimmy Buffett. It's a bunch of comics standing in the booth. Excuse me. <clears throat> and when Clinton was president, I had had these jokes because Clinton was always calling himself the first black president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it all the time. So I had these jokes that went with that. And every now and then I'd feel real sassy and say, well, why didn't I look at Al go and go, you my nigga? And, I, oh. <laughs> and, and it, no one ever got mad. And I got away with it. In Staten Island, that's fine. Yeah, I got away with it about a year. Yeah. <laughs> But at one of these conferences, the African-American Experience, which was an agency that oh, brought no. everyone that was your audience from your story. <laughs> this is their agents that send them to colleges to do talks about that. Oh, no. And it's a brother and a sister. Yeah. And the dude's really cool. And, by, and why, we, my agent's right next to him. I got to stand there, you know. Yeah. And so the brother comes over and he goes, all right, I heard that joke. And he goes, I'm telling you right now, my, as soon as she gets here, she's going to start chewing your ass out. <laughs> And I'm like, what I do? Because she hated that. You can't say that. He goes, I think it's hilarious. I go, oh, really? Are you going to back me up on this? No, I'm not going to help you one bit. I'm not going to help you one bit. I don't know what you're going to do. She's going to yell at you. I just stay on that side. I'm like, there's only eight feet of space to deal with. He goes, I'd put your agent here. You stay over here. Yeah. yeah just stay, you know, but don't argue with her. He goes, yeah, she goes, yeah. she, she, we get to say, just like I get to say, I yeah. think it's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I go, did you tell her that? I yeah. told her that. She still says that she's black and you're not. And yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. say that. So did you take it? You know, did so, you try to finish Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I still, as she goes by, I just kind of went the other, and she's like, hey, I need to. He already told me. Sorry. Got him down. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> I'd love to come to Upper Midlothian. Oh, you just Tech. like, you sidetracked yeah, it, went another way. Good for you. There, yeah. Once the students That's come great. in, there's like a, you know, there's eight or nine hundred yeah. milling around. And they probably didn't care, right? No, they, no yeah. I'm getting gigs because of it. Yeah. No one, you know, no That's one ever so got funny. mad. It, literally, if I did it a thousand times yeah, yeah, in yeah. three or four years, Four people got mad. So See, I ain't taking it yeah, out. Yeah. See, that's a, that's that's the best way to deal with it is just avoid the oh, person yeah. that I'm you gonna that's going to yell at you. No, I'm not going <laughs> Yeah, I try to be like, well, I'm part Native American. No, 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 this no. experience, no, I can I'll share anything, it. Like, I try to do that whole bullshit. I hit it with the number yeah. thing. I'm yeah. like, I've gone to campuses. Oh, okay. I've gone to corporate events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, where they've even let, where it has to be a corporate where they say, go a little crazy if you're going to. You yeah, know, the, sure. And so, literally, from 18 from eighteen to 75, over a Four year period. I yeah. have said this a thousand times. Yeah. Four people got mad. You're in that club. I hear you. Not saying you're wrong. Yeah, Just yeah, letting yeah. you know. Nine hundred ninety six. Had no trouble with it. You're over here on the dick table now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, or in my mind. See Good that, luck to you. And <laughs> see, that's all like hosting shitty shows and stuff. Like you just know how to handle yeah. the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> You just know how to wrangle a crowd. You're so good with like handling a situation that can go crazy. You're like, pop, 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 pop. Okay, that's how it is. Now, now, there you go. Okay, all right. Tippy waist down. Yeah, bam. It's like, bam, bam. You don't get to talk. Yeah. You think you do. No, that's the best part. That's the best way to deal with it. It's just like shut them down. That's that's amazing. But I think that's that's the thing in comedy. It's like you you know the social aspect is so difficult sometimes of after the show. Like my whole like my whole thing is like lately it's like um, 
I've had situations where, you know, it, it's like, and that, that, I don't think people realize that moment is, you know, because we're giving a shit up there. We're really, we're giving, I mean, to them, it's just a guy just being a jackass. Right. But to us, it's not. We mm-hmm. sacrificed. We could have had a real life, you know. <laughs> we right. Could, we could have had kids and a house. <laughs> a house with, yeah. <laughs> a backyard. We could have had, all, we're all smart enough sure. to do pull that off. Sure. We all could have done that. Sure. And then so we're up here in these little shitty oh, places yeah, night person. after night. Yeah. And then so, you know, we give our souls up there and I'm in a parking lot, you know, whatever. And it's like you get off, you know, you get off the mic. I can't even say stage. You know, you leave the microphone because there's no stage. And so, and it's like, you know, be careful what you say to me. You know, give me a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, I hate, I hate, I just lately, uh, tough crowd drives me crazy. You know, just like, oh, that's tough crap. Were they? Because I thought I did amazing yes, for sure. what was I was given. <laughs> sure. So they, the, yes, yeah, sure, they were tough crap. But is that what you're going to say to me? Not, hey, good job, hey, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it just drives me insane. Yeah, I don't even. I, yeah, I just, yeah I well, you're better away. than me. I, like I you, But now away. I'm learning. Just I exit, no, you know. No, yeah, absolutely. Do the, do the uh, yeah, Chuck Berry. Just, you know, get oh, your right, suitcase yeah, and leave. Money, out <laughs> the door. Get your money and possible. just go out the back door. When William Stevenson, when the late, great William Stevenson really hated him, you you yeah. knew he'd hate him, but the crowd wouldn't notice because yeah. he'd already have his coat on. <laughs> he'd already he has got one more thing to do and yeah. go back and say good night. That's it. One more hand, tip the staff. Yeah. If yeah. he really hated him, he'd already have his coat on. So he'd be the first <laughs> one out the door and gone. He's already been paid. Yeah. He's cleared his tab. Yeah. And you'd have, but you'd have to talk. Why has he got his coat on? Like, oh, he hated him tonight. That's hilarious. <laughs> but he hardly ever did that. It well, had to be really. Well, even here, you know, like at the comic strip, there's like a back entrance. Like if you really hate him, you can go oh, underground absolutely, absolutely. and just. They'll never see yes, you. Yes, it's like the right. Elvis exit. True. You can just totally leave. Yes, I remember. I remember one night uh, when she, <laughs> one night. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When Chappelle hadn't been in here in a thousand years, yeah, and me and Rogel were in here, okay, and uh, and, and the <laughs> owner, the owner kept trying to corner Rogel and tell him show ideas and stuff. Oh, okay. and it was kind yeah. of a, yeah. And, and so Chappelle, under his breath, looks at me and Greg and goes, "Man, I wish there was some way out of here." And we both at the same time, like, "You don't know about this?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> so we brought him in here. And he, used, he used it to get away from management. Yeah, <laughs> but he was so happy. He's downstairs. He's looking at me and Rogel. We're like, "Yeah, right through there and straight up. You're on the street. They never knew you were in there." That's a Amazing. Like, oh my God! I, how did I not know this? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, at that level, it's like you know, people all they want to do is you know have a piece of you. Oh, God, well, especially something like that. You're right. But even if yeah. you're just regular us, the, the, you just never know the the weirdness of uh, you don't know if it's going to be nice, complimentary. They're going to tell you a joke, something yeah. horrible. A clan dude. I, you know, I had a <laughs> I had a story. I, you, I had a story in my act about the clan. You, sure, I think we all do. Yeah, we're all clanny. Yeah, we say we talk about what we know. Jim yeah. Davis family, <laughs> Jim Davis family found their yeah. his you know great uncles or something. They're like, yeah. we found his uniform in yeah. the cedar chest. They called it a uniform. <laughs> Got to go <laughs> out and play. So Got to suit up. What it is. He's like, oh well, I'll know my next visit. They're old. Oh, and he still didn't know. So he didn't. He thinks they've come across some sort of Civil War memorabilia or oh, something. So yeah, they, yeah. But he's got to wait a couple. Sort of, of yeah. The next sort home. of yeah, a Civil. <laughs> 
Depends how you look at it. But yeah, it's completely right. I'm not, I'm not even doing it justice. Anyway, same thing. He discovered later that they were they were uniform was not the right yeah. word. Wow. For uh, you know the hood and the whole whatever. Well, I found out my later in life, uh, my late thirties, my grandfather was in the Klan. He was yeah. like part of the whole thing, Mason and the Klan's guy and whatever. Well, the dude came up yeah. to me in Texas in San yeah. Antonio. You've done that club. Yeah. And uh, he slides me a business card, and you, he, this is like you know five years ago. And he goes, yeah. y'all, y'all, he does just lean into me. I don't know what he's giving me, but he, yeah. I thought he'd be a cop. Yeah, dude looks like he's about forty, cleaned sure. up, cop build, looks yeah. like a cop by yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. slides me a card, goes, you know, you don't write clothes to show that the clans are, you know. I go, oh, they're a good civic organization. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're gonna give me that? And he starts walking away, and the manager kind of intercedes. Yeah. And, and uh, starts taking me back to the green room. And uh, I later pulled, the, I mean, 10 seconds later, I pulled the card out. And it says, like, you know, Knights of the something, something, something. Got his name on wow. it. Wow. And, and he's got a stamp on it. Yeah, something Mason. He's something that makes it look like the VFW. So how much do they pay you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was just there. Yeah, right? Come do a gig. You're like 10 oh, grand. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now back to outside. Okay, if you're okay, going to say 10 please, grand. Please, please, keep going. Because Cotter, uh, Tom Cotter, we were... Um, at a country club about a year ago mm. and November will be a year ago. Okay. So last November and they're paying like 10, they're paying an obscene amount of money yeah. to eat. and I'm one night and he's the next night. Oh, that's great. Now it's outside though, but they've got a really cool tent set up. The stage is plenty big enough. Yeah. You know, it's a big as the stage in this club here. So it's plenty big. Yeah. They got good sound. Everything's going good. And, uh, it's super easy. Only got to do like, you know, 30 minutes maximum maybe. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I tell, I stay the next day just because of getting a cheap ticket, and I'm just gonna go back and watch Cotter's show. Yeah. And then we're gonna fly home. We just have to be taking just you know worked out, and yeah, they're feeding fun. us. They're throwing money. It's great. That's great. Now, granted, up right up, you know, 50 yards up this hill is the massive clubhouse of a killer super, maybe the nicest country club in Tampa. Okay. It's the founders of Outback Steaks have started. The old school Tampa country club wouldn't let them in because they're too fancy old money. Uh -huh. So these dudes just white trashed it up and threw a, you know, Gandolfini <laughs> mansion. <laughs> just did their whole long thing. You know, very ornate, you know, being sweeping staircases. So anyway, so I'm sure in there there's plenty of rooms that you could have had the comedy show in, but sure, sure, they sure. wanted out here on the on for some yeah. reason outside whatever yeah. but so my night couldn't go easier right before cotter starts on the second night the power starts messing up starts oh glitching. no so during the old rich people sitting up there complimenting each other and teasing each other about their golf game <laughs> starts oh, messing no. up right yeah so they get maintenance on it and again instead of moving the thing inside we're right inside here yeah. i'm sure oh no they roll out a Something you would use after Superstorm Sandy generator. <laughs> <laughs> it's the size of, a, of that piano. It's huge. And they roll it as close to the tent as they can get it. And so, so it's just beating Cotter to death, his whole act. He's it's all just, about rhythm, so that's so, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and he's only got to do 30. He gets to about 20 yeah. and just in the in half of the middle of the joke, because instead of bum, 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 instead of going to the next night, yeah. he's like, I'm just somebody could turn off that generator. <laughs> he just totally snaps. <laughs> You put up with no mic. He's, yeah, he sees me in the back. I'm just howling, you know. And the, the golfers, pro golfers, there, and all these business people, they're looking at me. I, I don't see the problem. I really, I can't hear what you're saying. We're... <laughs> 
but same thing. You can just go. They just, it was just so. And all, they really did at least a pause. As soon as it was over, they're like, we didn't think it was that bad. We wouldn't have tried that. And he's like, really? Get me again, Henley, out of here right now. Oh, that's so. Just out of here right now. And that's they're like, well, so well, hang funny. on, we got to find the check. So then we all just had to stand at the bar awkwardly. Yeah, get the check and then complain. That's <laughs> yeah. what I say. <laughs> but I'll never forget. It was. It was. I laughed because it wasn't me. The night before, oh. I was a nine out of ten. Was so funny. And See, I was thinking it was the Outback Steak people. They, 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 had, they were like on the grid somehow, you know, just no, like no. shutting it down. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's, yeah, we'll see. It's, yeah, when it's real money, though, it's like one of those things you can be you like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But for 250 you're like, no, yeah, I, yeah. Well, you don't know. The surprise. <laughs> I need the mic to work. The, pri- you know? the surprise. You know, I've got the old one about the bullhorn. That's Please the tell me. What one. do you got? What do you got? Oh, this one goes all the way back to, uh, I'm open mic and I don't even know. Oh, this is amazing. I'm in Arizona. And, open mic. And Spade. Wow. We don't even have, we've got this gig. David Spade is the old veteran. Yeah. And, and so he started it like, you know, he's about, he started like 19. Okay. And I showed up and I'm 22. I graduated college, was going to get a job, moved out there, sure. meeting him. So he's three years in. Okay. And, uh, oh, that's great. So he's finagled a gig at uh, Scottsdale Community College. Remember, I, this all goes Scottsdale. back to that sometimes the community colleges want you outside. Sure, sure. Excuse me. So. Which I still love, and true to this day, their mascot, the Fighting Artichokes. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. They did one of those goofy ones. Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. a two-year school. I don't even know if they got any teams. Yeah, nobody cares. But yeah, they're yeah. the go, go Chokes. That's great. I, I want one of those shirts now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Always have. Always have. So, Spade... Uh, I, this came through Spade somehow. Mm-hmm. And he tells me, uh, oh, God, Henley, they're going to give us like a... $650 each. That's huge back then. When, oh, when we're making That's like, gigantic. We've never made $50. Three years in? Three years in? Gigantic. For him, he's, now, oh. he's made a couple of And you're hundred. what, a year I'm, I'm eight months. That's, that's, I haven't made $50. That's phenomenal. I'm that's jumping phenomenal. straight to over 500 Yeah, that's phenomenal. He's, I think at the time, he probably made 250 a couple of times. Sure. But nothing like so this. So this is groundbreaking oh, for everybody. Oh, we can't believe it. Yeah. You know? And so... Um, uh, so it's outside, we get there, and it's the end of the year, and they've bought everything that you can have. To, to, the, where the, the sumo suits, where the students can wrestle in the big fat suits. Remember that one, right? Oh, I want one of those. Yeah, and those then are the good. cash machine where it looks like a phone booth. I did that. Me and yeah. Lisa Landry did that. Yeah. <laughs> we went around like 50 schools doing that. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Right. And the, uh, the Velcro wall where you jump on, you're in a Velcro suit. That's, le- that's what made Letterman. It's, yes, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. No, no. Right. Absolutely. So they've got, they've got that's all That's stupid in. dog tricks. Yeah. They've got yeah. all of them going on, you know. And uh, and they got a band playing. Yeah. And so me and Spade walk up. And they, the band's thrown together a crappy little stage, but it's still a pretty good side stage. Okay. It's, you know, it's. Four four bites of plywood that they've put on some two by fours, but it's you know it's big, and they got killer sound going, and they're rocking it out, and there might be thirty or forty kids sitting on the grass and blankets in front of them, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so me and Spade are standing here, and we're just watching this, and we're like, well, you know, he he goes, this has to be where it is. This is the only place this whole thing. It's big, <laughs> you know, big rolling, you know, greens outdoor. And he goes, this is the only place where there's a stage. This is yeah. a, we have to be here. This is the only place there's sound. And it stays. And well, so we're just standing there, you know. So here comes a kid not too much later. I'm bopping up. He's got this uh, student activity board little logo on his T-shirt. Yeah. And uh, he's much he ain't much older than us. I'm not the same age, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's carrying a bullhorn. He's carrying a oh, full-on no. emergency oh, no. services. Like, yeah. everybody out of the building. <laughs> out of the building. Bullhorn. Right? Raging as a machine. Not yeah. a megaphone, yeah. a bullhorn. Yes, exactly. Raging. And so he... um. He looks at me in spade, 
And he's, he still has the little uh, the little loop thing around his wrist. So okay. we think he might. We don't even know. We're not even paying attention to it. It's, sure. around, it's around his wrist, and he's just holding it. Yeah. And he's like, y'all are the comics, right? And, uh, and we're like, yeah. <laughs> we're just standing there, and uh, he goes, oh, first of all. And he reaches in his pocket, and he hands us the check. Oh. The envelope. He goes, oh, here's your check. That's classic. Get that out of the way. I like you know? that, yeah. So we look at it, and it's made out to just spade uh. for 1300 uh, But it's, mine's yeah. in there, too. Oh, yeah, that works. So we're like, perfect. You know, yeah. He had it all set up anyway. Sure, sure. And so uh, he's like, let's get that out of the way. And then, okay, next. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's 1.30. Uh, y'all are supposed to start at 2 o'clock. The yeah. band's going to 2. <laughs> okay. band's going to 2. So as soon as they leave, uh, first of all, oh, here you go. So then he takes the the Mac, the bullhorn off his wrist and he tries to hand it to Spade, who who steps back like you're trying to hand him a pit bull with no. You know, he's immediately backing up, hands up, like what, huh? Yeah. And he goes, well, we were, he's like, we're not here, we're not here, and we're both pointing at the stage and the band. And he goes, oh, no, no, uh, that's all their stuff. They've got another gig tonight. Oh, and so as soon God. as this is over, they're packing all that up and putting it in that van over there, and they're gone. So we want y'all to just take turns. <laughs> take What's he turns. doing? He's, he points his spade. He goes, what are you doing? You're doing? You're going to do like 20. And he looks at me, and he goes, you're supposed to do like 10. Yeah. And so I figure you go first. You just wander around the campus <laughs> and do your material wait, wait, through no. the bullhorn. <laughs> and then bring it back, maybe meet back here. And then Dave, you just use face. <laughs> Same thing. Just wander around the crowd. Stop at the various at the Velcro wall. Stop. <laughs> take it, whatever. Hey, Make it your own. You guys are stuck. Just, huh? What's going on? Up, <laughs> oh, God, talking to my mom the other day. <laughs> Where are you from? So, oh, my right, God. Exactly. What's the from? <laughs> so as soon as he walks away, he's, he's like, got to go see you in a second. Yeah. So we got a good half hour, you know, to kill because the band's still playing. Mm. And so I'm holding it. I'm sitting yeah, there because Babe never would touch it. I'm yeah. at least holding the bullhorn. Sure. And so um, Spade goes, what are we going to do? I'm like, we're going to the bank and cash that check right now. Bank's still open. Uh, That's on a Wells Fargo. There's one right at the end of this street. Uh, he goes, oh, I have a Wells Fargo account. I go, we're cashing this now. Wow. We're laying this. I snuck over to, like, the speakers were the band. You know, the back of the, say, lay the thing on the ground behind the stage, and we just scurry off through the crowd. He's a nervous wreck immediately. <laughs> I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm like, they can't get us. They can't get us. Cashing the they got nothing. We're cashing. No, you're from Bama. You're, we've a little, got, you're a little spicier. We're, we've yeah. got a one-page contract. We yeah. have somewhere in our little yeah. bootleg thing that we've gone to a, a, a Kinko's and yeah. Print it up or something because you didn't even have you didn't even have computers then. Yeah, sure. You got to go to the copy shop. <laughs> Somehow or another, we've got uh, adequate light, stage, and sound. Okay. And they provided none of the a bullhorn uh, and no stage and no sound. Yeah. No. So, so we, it's in there. If, you have if it if in there. Ever coming back on us? Okay. I, and that's all I keep pointing at. They yeah. signed it. We signed it. Yeah. I'll hold this forever. I bet you the phone ain't gonna ring. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it never did. And finally, you know, two or three days later, he goes, "I can't believe they called us." I'm like, "They gave us a goddamn bullhorn." <laughs> <laughs> if anything, they're in breach. Even if they looked at our little four line contract. <laughs> wow. There you go, young comics. Even in an open, like even at that age or that who, moment, who thought of that? Yeah. Who said, "Oh, well, the band when they leave, they tell, oh, oh well, we can't have a comedy show. Then there's no sound." Oh, I saw a bullhorn out in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> we use it once a year for a fire drill. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody respects comedy. <laughs> they just don't. 
it's the afterthought. It's yeah, it, it was the afterthought. It's like so funny. Yeah, because last night they had the Home Depot light and everything, and that's all yeah. I was doing was having a meltdown on how horrible the situation well, sure. was. I was caught it up was with a generator. Yeah, they were rich. It's like he you couldn't believe to. it either. At least he was getting paid, but he was. It yeah. didn't jibe with him. Yeah, it was very inconsiderate and, and not thought through. It's just like yeah, but you that's know? the thing is like people just don't they don't. It's, I don't know what it is like that goes in people's brain when they think like they want entertainment in a comic and then it's just like it, it, you it know goes, but they think they're uh, literally the king and it goes back to medieval times and they are yeah, yeah, yeah. the audience very pompously yeah. going bring on the fool yeah and there's yeah. always somebody that'll work for a hundred bucks yes so. yeah you combine those two things sometimes it's a recipe for it's just a cauldron of disaster it's just you're yeah you're right that's what gets everybody in trouble yeah everybody's worst story ever was uh just like mine with the yeah, bullhorn sure well they i'd never made 650 dollars <laughs> yeah. before i didn't think i was going to be in a field with bullhorn that's what you get that's you know, hilarious everybody's bad story that that book that shiner and mark schiff did oh, i yeah. thumbed through it i killed road stories or something oh yeah that was a good one yeah but i like almost but 90 percent of yeah. everyone's story in there somewhere in there yeah. and they were giving me 200 dollars <laughs> for the first time <laughs> i didn't know i was going to be on a tightrope made that money yeah <laughs> but you've had some like you know amazing moments in comedy you know it's like that's and that's the thing too it's like you know some guys just have that they just have the rough life, oh you know. Oh my God! And oh so, sure. Like, yeah, you've played so beacons yes, and huge theaters sure. and like amazing tours and work with amazing people and That's TV what makes shows. It easy. Yeah, because you can look at that. You have the balance of yeah, like, totally. okay, you know, I've you know, I've purchased large adult things through comedy. Yes, you know, <laughs> but those guys, any of those guys' favorite things to do for yeah. a million years is still to sit around and tell these horrible stories. Yeah, you know, and sometimes like sometimes people still complain. You know, I work with people and like you know, I was open for T.J. Miller and stuff, and I work with him, and he was trying to complain about the, the show or something. I go and I look at his necklace and say, "You have a car on your chest." <laughs> <laughs> He's got. This, like gold rope. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, you have like a like a Dodge on right, your chest, like a new Dodge, right, a two nineteen. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah, you can't ready. complain. Sure, like, like I am ecstatic and over the moon that we get free food. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like right. I no. get two. I, I get an appetizer and an entree. You know. Right. So it's well, like Ron very, White has a little French bulldog, <laughs> and sometimes they don't let him bring him in the restaurant. Oh. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And the rest of us are looking at him like, just put him back on the bus one time. Just one time. Don't just be on it. I want to have a scene. Just one time. Just once. Just once. No. Therapy dog. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, oh yeah, I have right. a whole new bit on that no, where it's just like, it's, it's like, no, it's, that's what you get. What's all you have to do is go online and get a, oh, yeah, a printout. Like 300 bucks. Yeah, print out a thing. And, and everyone you, in LA is on it. Yeah. Everyone in LA yeah. is on it. My mom's on put a little vest on them, you know. It's just oh, like, totally. yeah. Now, did you see the story from a few days ago where the French Bulldog here in New York City? No, what happened? Oh, my goodness. This is totally Please real. I love dog stories. Yes. Okay. This is like three, three four, this week, maybe, maybe Sunday, Monday. I don't know. Okay. Um, they live on the sixth floor of a walk-up. The owner's got him. She unhooks him, uh, opens the door. He goes charging through. Uh, they've got. A, they can go out on their roof from their apartment. Yeah. The back sliding door is open. The the two-year-old French bulldog charges straight through the apartment. It's pitch black at night. Runs straight off the building. Oh plummets no! Six floors down, oh. crashes through the sunroof oh, no. of a parked car. Oh, no. Lives. No. A scratch really? on him. Really? Not, had to get two <laughs> stitches. 
had to get two stitches. There's footage because now everybody's got phones. There's footage of the owner climbing up on the hood of the car to go through the sunroof to reach down in there because it ain't her car. Yeah, they're just some stranger. She's and he's he's just sitting there, glass all over, looking around, <laughs> stunned. <laughs> like what happened? Six uh, floors through the sunroof. Well, those things those things are live. They're built like bricks. Well, you just know. like a bowling ball. Yeah, or they're just so and dense. Just bang. Yeah. You know, and he's just looking around. Winston. Any other kind of dog, that's done. So he had like on the front leg, they had to shade little two little scratch on one leg and a little scratch on the back. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. No. So That is terrifying. No, no, no. I know. Wow. That's anybody that's ever having a bad day, here you go. Here's a little light here's a little yeah. joy for oh you. Oh my god, yeah. No, the lady thinks she's had she goes all the way. I'm running six floors down going, Oh I'm I'm gonna go out here and find yeah. my splattered dead dog on the sidewalk and he's just sitting there looking around like, What happened? <laughs> 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 Takes him out, hands yeah. him to her boyfriend on the sidewalk. You can see he's looking at him. They neither one of them can believe this is just happening. Dogs just sitting there looking around like, all right. Did I get a treat now? Yeah, what, yeah. yeah how about that? <laughs> Boom, I got your boyfriend. Yeah, there it goes. That's a little better than set, huh? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no one's over. stopping that at the yeah. dog park. Not a soul is stopping yeah, that. That's the ever. coolest dog on the planet. <laughs> you know, it's funny because our friend uh, Nick Novicki, um, he has he has one of those dogs. A French bulldog? Yeah, oh, and okay. I make fun of him. I go, and then I said, that just goes for my theory. Everybody gets a dog that looks, looks like them. <laughs> sure. Well, that could go for a lot of small dogs. Yeah, that would go across the board. Anything, any low-to-the-ground animal. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but they look great together. Oh, I'm sure they, they, they look do. amazing. Like oh, it's yeah. just it's the perfect Instagram situation. There was a man uh, in my <laughs> neighborhood forever, and I'm sure the big dog is no longer with us. But yeah. the, I saw the dude's at least six five, six six. He's three fifty. Mm. Yeah, and he had a mastiff. The big bull mastiff, yeah. not fixed. So the dog's nuts. Oh, my were just, God. Oh, everybody in the neighborhood. We never saw him. And he's carrying grocery bags to pick. If you ever did see oh, him. We yeah. don't ever know where it happened. I don't know. It's like, like, Shaq's, it's like Shaq taking a shit exactly on the sidewalk. The same. <laughs> they looked exactly the same. You know, The, dude, the big, big tan dog. Dude always had on something tan. Yeah, he's yeah. massive. The dog's massive. And the nuts are just like, Every time you saw him, that's all everybody talked about. You've been on the sidewalk. He's looking at a stranger. And he could walk by and just look at the strangers in New York yeah. you're just mesmerized <laughs> by that like, like that tick tick thing yes. you know that yes. <laughs> ball what's it called I used to know what that's called acra, acra something oh, it's no? Called, it's no somebody's puzzle it's, it's not an acra thing is I it I thought it was called somebody's puzzle or oh yeah yeah uh, uh, <laughs> whatever ah. that the swinging ball yeah the balls thing is. <laughs> it's on a desk usually <laughs> somebody call in somebody call in with yeah. the answer. <laughs> we don't Newton, have the phone hooked up but somebody Newton's call in cradle, Einstein's ball sack yeah we'll put that in post we'll clean that up we'll add that later but uh, oh, that's phenomenal! But you do, I love it. Yeah. When you do, I, I always thought that was since yeah. I was a kid. I, yeah. First time I heard it, and then the first time I saw someone who looked like their dog, I'm like, "This is just wonderful." Oh this yeah, is this is funny. Ever. And my mom, she's funny because you know she's she, like, and also dogs take on you know personalities and like insecurities and anxiety and everything. And you know, my mom can you know she can get a little little wild and a little you know whatever. And the dog is exactly like her. Like it just oh, like sure. just bitches at me and just gives me dirty looks sure. and like wants to start a fight in public of course. Like, no, no, has no. a drinking problem you right. know like, well, it's all like of it. every bit of it. right no direct reflection Sure. It's like, but no, but it, but it, it, it attacks. She gets these little dogs. She's had like four of them, and they're all exactly the same. They all want to just bite you, and like they're oh, just God. crazy. Just some good dogs too, but she sure. has this. The little dogs are the ones that go crazy. Oh, that was funny, you know. 
my second ex-wife. Yeah. She had the Chihuahua, and he was two yeah, years she old. She's got Chihuahua. One, that's what had, this he one was, is. But he, now, he's, uh, she's, I don't know, as I often said to her when we first started dating, yeah. I don't know what you've done to him. <laughs> But, but, but whatever, yeah. she has beat any ounce of Chihuahua out of him, yeah. I guess, during those first eight weeks or ever how long. Sure. Because he's docile. He didn't bark. He, he I could walk him in Central Park off the leash, yeah. come sit, stay. It was like a robot. He was the yeah. anti-Chihuahua. Sure. And she said when he was just little teeny tiny hamster size almost, but still old enough to get him at eight weeks. But he's little. You know, yeah. He only weighed like seven pounds. And she was anytime he'd start Chihuahua, and it was cute because he's hamster size. Yeah. And she would pinch the fur behind his in the middle of his back and just mm -hmm. hold him in the air. Mm. And he would just squirm. He just uh, yeah. <laughs> he nobody just, likes that. He tried yeah. to run it nobody out. Nobody likes you know? that. And yeah. He's trying to get to her, but he yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah. He's hamster size. Yeah. So the, the, all four legs are going Ooh. a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "You're not going to win this." And she said, "She would just literally sit there on the couch." <laughs> oh my god. She would sit on the couch with the remote, changing yeah. channel, and just hold him over the edge. Oh wow. With her arm, she goes, "I go, how long did that take?" <laughs> <laughs> a couple months. Oh, wow. Because, but this is why he's this way. Because everybody went, this is amazing. I've never seen yeah. a chihuahua like this. She goes, well, it, I, was almost, I almost gave up a couple of times. But <laughs> that was her so-called, that was her dog whisper tactic. Just dangle the gerbil. Who knew? Yeah, the, dangling, the dangling technique. The dangling of the guinea pig until yeah. he stops squirming. Yeah. It is interesting, that just that little nerve behind the animal's neck. Like the cats, anything. <laughs> yes. Like it's weird that that's like, that's when you know that, you know, humans are superior in the sense that we know to grab that spot. I'm sure it doesn't well, work with a lot of animals. They, well, but, they, you know, the mother, yeah. the, a lot of females. The mothers, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. That's where they they, pick, them, they so. bite them and yeah, take them. So it's go. like, a, I'm sure it's a combination of like yeah. weird feelings for yeah, an animal because they feel like, you know, oh, I'm a kid again. And then like, what the, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? I can't, I can't get you. Like, it's got to be this mixed emotion. I, I knew there was no way that he had just come that way. Because <laughs> it was too not a chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. my first yeah, they have a bad rap. You had to do something to bad rap. For a reason, a lot. All the time. Well, it's interesting, like with uh, animals, um, like like I've had good cats oh, with, sure. that like act like dogs. Oh, you yeah, you yeah, can yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. come here and they come to oh, you, all the time, and yeah. you know have them do tricks, sit yeah. down, you know, the things like that. And it's like it's really just those those infant stages, those beginning, like you know. John Stewart had a cat that would fetch. Really? I, I'd, only, yeah. I'd only heard of that yeah. and didn't really believe it through college. And I met yeah. him here. You know, yeah. We were doing a gig somewhere yeah. a thousand years ago. And he comes, he's got him up first. Also, never seen one on a leash. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting to meet him to go into Jersey for some, you know. Could you be more of a Democrat? Yeah. Could you be more of a Democrat with a cat on a leash? <laughs> and so, yes. And he comes walking by. And I'm like, really? You know, I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm like, I've never seen you in they would never give you a hunting license where I'm from or a fishing license. If anyone in the tri-state area, and I don't mean up here, I mean Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, you would not be able to hunt or fish. Yeah. And he's like, what? He goes, he fetches too. And I'm looking at him like, and he, goes, he takes him off the leash, oh, walks man. over, That's hilarious. grabs like a piece of a stick or something, <laughs> throws it down the sidewalk, and the fucker runs. He bout right down, comes back, drops it at John Stewart's feet. He's like, and we're like, he's like, yes. I go, he goes, I, he goes, I've had him like seven years. It took me forever to teach him how to do this, wow. but he does it. Wow. And uh, he goes, now let me get him upstairs and we'll go. And he walks in, walks in. I'm like just standing there, just jaw on the sidewalk <laughs> between the leash and the fetching cat. He didn't have to like, it wasn't, he didn't bring him into the restaurant, did he? Was not else he was not allowed to go into the yeah. Radio Shack gig convention that we were doing over in some Holiday Inn ballroom, I think is where it actually was. That's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, so... 
just to get back to how great you are. <laughs> um, now, you're one of those guys that, like, you opened it up for me, and I think a lot of us, um, I can speak for a lot of the young comics that came through, and you're young too, whatever. We're all, like, about the same. But it's like, but those early developmental years, whether they be when you first started or be when you first kind of figured it out, because a lot of us haven't figured it out yet. And so I think I, I think I, and I'm still trying to figure it out, but, but I realize that, like, you can be from the South, you can be a little rednecky, you can be whatever, but you don't have to try to emulate this thing that you think that is. No, because you, you, yeah. yeah, you can be a guy that has a southern sensibility or whatever, but you can say stuff, you can be smart, you can tell stories. You don't have oh, to yeah, just no. be like no, you always say. Pony. You always say you don't have to be Enos. Like, no, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> right, no kidding. True. You can, you, can, you know, you can you can get up there and talk about sure. politics. You can you know, if you want to have the accent, if it comes and goes, it doesn't matter. You be yourself and find that thing. And so that was a beautiful thing when I first met you. And uh, probably over at the Gotham, the, yeah, the, the original Gotham, room, the yeah. original Gotham. That was a good That's a beautiful club. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that yeah, club. Yeah. That's like one of those like CBGB's comedy place. Like a real, just a, had the soul to it. You know, it even really though did. even even though it was Mazzilli who can be a little it, well, Armani, it was, yeah. it was still it but still it had an edge to it. It still had an edge to it. It was very yeah. speaky. <laughs> yeah, even <laughs> though he was not. Yes, yeah, the brass yeah. was going to be polished, <laughs> and the and the wood was going to be you know the bathrooms were immaculate, but it's it's an edge to the it. The way it was know. set up too. Yeah. Kind of small, very intimate. Yeah, and I, I like a, a you know a club like that. But that was but no, it was like you were very kind to me and like, you know, that kind of thing in the beginning. And you know, it's just like you, you don't forget those things. You we know? would do the hillbilly shows down there every Yeah, we did that. I was with Spanky. Thing to, yeah, Spanky and uh who else? I think Rich Brooks. Rich Brooks like, and uh I forget who else. Uh Spanky Spanky, Some, Rich Brooks. And, sometimes there'd be somebody in town, or frankly, there'd be somebody in town that yeah. you'd throw up. Uh, I, th- I always try to get like a black Southern dude. Yeah. I always felt like that made it a little better, but I can't remember. There's always a bunch of guys from Texas. Louis Ramey. I think sure. he's from Atlanta or oh, something. Absolutely. I think he, he was probably did. on it. No, he was no, he probably on it. Did it. Absolutely. Yeah, I guys like did, that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the thing. It was just like, uh, yeah, but, and that's funny too when you start comedy too, where he's just like, you want to find your niche. You know, he's just like, oh, I just do the Southern thing. Because, you know, because yeah. Blue Collar was so huge. So you're like, right. seeing your head, you're just like, I want to do yeah, that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Believe me. <laughs> Yeah, no, and you worked on that, you know, and with all those guys, and so that's the thing too. Is like you, you I mean, have all that history. Seven or eight years yeah. where I had, I mean, seven or yeah. eight years solid. I was not yeah. going to walk on stage and not immediately address why I sound like this, where I'm from, do yeah. some jokes about it. Yeah, and then for some reason or another, uh, it might have been Clinton. Some reason or another, I started recognizing doing city spots over a few months, and I wasn't doing that during this period. Yeah, and I, it wouldn't be till home late at yeah. night, kind of sitting back and chilling. I'm like. Hey, you know what? I didn't hillbilly it up tonight. I just said, "Oh, Bill Clinton said this there or this," or maybe I talked about something in the news or something. And, yeah, uh, and it was it was going through a long stretch because I was road all the time, road, 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 road. Yeah. So it came back to being here for maybe a four or five month period, doing a million sets, not addressing it every time, and all of a sudden one day I go, I don't have to address if I don't want to at all. <laughs> I can just go this way yeah. if I want to. Yeah. I can say this. I can absolutely do this. I can do a mix of it. I can absolutely. go a little bit of everything. Yeah. But oh my God! But it, it, I mean. It was like a seven-year thing, so it was a huge crutch oh, that I would, that I didn't realize I was using. Sort of, yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm sure. having fun. I'm making money. It you works. F- it's working in America. Sure. It's working here. I'm do do do. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, though, it did. All of a sudden, it clicked, and I was really happy yeah. about it because I'm like, because it's way more freedom. Way more freedom. Now you're yeah, not limited yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely. You no, just I might say during the warm up a little bit because I'm the first person they see. Sure, sure. But usually, sure. I don't even know, you know. But it was that was a cognizant thing to go. Ooh, you don't have to do this 
because yeah, because I was I was shackling myself for no reason. Yeah, well, you know, and it's funny too. It's like you know, cowboying up for so long for me. It's like I remember working with you know managers and stuff, and they would um, one guy particularly. Um, he said, "Okay, you need to ham it up more, like your accent. Like you need to talk more. Like and I and I remember just being like, well, this is how we talk at DFW, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's words it's like it's how we talk. We we're not we're we, not we're not in the sticks. I no. mean, we kind of I mean, Kilgore, where I'm originally like born and whatever. Yeah, maybe a little more, but we moved away from there a long time ago. So it's like you know, this is Panera bread accent. Yeah, yeah, this right. is this is Chili's and Bennigan's. Right, exactly. Strip mall, Texas." Yeah. This is Strip Mall, Texas. Right. This is how we talk. Right. It's sometimes it'll come out. You give me whiskey, it'll come out. Whatever. Oh, sure. You know, but it's like it's funny how people try to they try to push you more into the stereotype, oh, and you're just like, nah, dude. This I is can't. this is how I talk. You know. Yeah. Right. And uh, but it is funny, and you know, it's like, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm just going through some phases where. You know Dwight Yoakam look, and now more Zach Brown band look or whatever. <laughs> so, but but on stage no though, but on stage though, it's like with this you know freshening it up or whatever. I find myself not. I can't do a certain clothes that I used to do way too much. You know, turning the hat and all that shit. So it's like I find myself you know div- just evolving by not, yeah. but not like you said the crutch, by not holding on. Yeah, to yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like okay, we get it. You're from Texas, but I can yeah. I can talk about other things. Yes, so. they're gonna give us all this stage time in this city, which is yeah. where you have it. I we yeah. we're, we're yeah. have the luxury. A lot of people don't have that. Oh, they don't. Yeah. So to not just fully go crazy in any way, shape, or form with all these opportunities, you're only gonna get better. It's only gonna help you. Yeah, just and, kinda, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like a guy, you know, like Hannibal Burris or something. It's like you know the fact that he didn't talk about. Just being a black comic or whatever, like that's yeah. what that's what launched guys like that. Oh sure, Michael Che, guys like that. Kathleen they, Madigan yeah. in twenty five years has no jokes about being a woman. Yeah, none. <laughs> exactly. There's not one who, yeah. who I'm going out with or had my period or this that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just her family, smart, funny. Yeah, politics, religions has nothing to do. If you read it on a piece of paper, it's completely gender. You'd never know. <laughs> it is. It was just funnier. It is. Shit would be all you'd be enjoying. It is really funny when you see like dice like or something, and you're sure. just like, hey, still rocking that look. Oh sure. <laughs> it's like. It's a little grayer, a little what less happened? hair, but he's still he's still in it. He's still oh, got this. He's still oh, got the no yeah. sleeves. Still got the gloves. Of course, <laughs> Whitney's not going to stop doing cable guy. He's a jillionaire. He's oh yeah, still sleeveless. Yeah, I'm like, come on, sleeve- Dan. <laughs> sleeves on, Nana. Really? <laughs> you know, when your hey, daughter Nana. gets married, we're hey, going to go all the way with Nana. This cover those those arms up. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you've done cool stuff. You know, Comedy Central, Letterman, all that stuff. And you did you did. Uh, yeah, you did Letterman when it was like I think it was when he was late night, right? No, it was. It was, still, oh, was it ten uh, o'clock? Yeah, it was. Uh, was it, it was, the it was CBS? Yeah. It was CBS. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. It was after it yeah. was here. Oh, okay. That, yeah, yeah. I was uh, when he moved to the Ed Sullivan Theater. So I, the first yeah, yeah. time I did it was oh uh, three. Yeah. And then I did it. No, I moved. I did it like oh one, oh two, maybe. Okay. And then I went back in like oh five. Okay. So I did it twice. That was and then you got your half hour special. Comedy oh yeah, Central. Comedy Central got the live from Lou's Cruise as a CD. Um, yeah. You can get anywhere. That's awesome. On iTunes or Amazon or anywhere you can download it or any of that. And uh, I've got a new one coming out. Hell is real. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be out in a month or so. Same place. Anyway, Vic Kinley in the house, everybody. Yeah. That's a long intro, huh? Yeah, fine. <laughs> it takes me yeah, a while to get to hour. it. Yeah. It's perfect. There's a billboard on I-71 yeah. between Columbus and Cincinnati that says, 
you know, that says the first five, the three billboards in a row, the first one has the first five of the Ten Commandments, and the next billboard okay. has the last five. Okay. And then the run right behind it, just hell is real. Hell is real. And so anybody that's ever been up and down that highway, it's hilarious. <laughs> I think. Do you, um, do you find yourself getting in trouble, like having, like we, I guess you did get in trouble with the, the Al Gore joke, but like, even kind of dealing with the sensibility of being from the South and stuff like that. Cause I'm sure a lot of your audience is like, like I've noticed it's like, you know, when they market me sometimes, you know, my audience will be surprised halfway through the show sure. <laughs> that I'm not what they thought I, I was going to be. So do you but find it, yourself kind of like not, trying after to, after all these years, yeah. uh, I have so many, you know, I've got a, so many questions in a checklist. I can bulletproof this. So I'm not going to walk into a situation where I'm going to be shocked or surprised. Yeah. I'll, and especially in corporate events and colleges and stuff, I don't even do those anymore, really. Yeah. The, ever, the clubs even, they book so many months down the road. And if yeah. it's, unless it's a brand new club you've never been to before, sure. you can do enough research. You can find another comic that went there, how they got in the money, how they yeah, treat yeah. you, da 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 Okay. And so there's just enough troubleshooting. I'm not going to, it's hard to surprise me yeah, after yeah, all yeah. these years. Like you're going to adapt. Gonna, you're like yeah, a, I'm going to yeah. vet it till like the, it's, you know, you're not the, vetable. You're the comedy predator. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, going to adapt. Gonna and, yeah, but, um, you know, I haven't got the the funniest thing that I got in trouble for. And I was just telling this the other day is 10 years ago or so, maybe 15, Ted Alexandro and a friend of his, great comic, uh, did a short film. It's about 11 minutes long, maybe 12 maximum. Yeah. And it's spoofing. It's done in the American Masters PBS Ken Burns style. Oh, that's great. Documentary. And it's about the first interracial ventriloquist team. And it's and uh, so Ted's the white ventriloquist. Louis Black's in that, right? And, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, and Jim no, no, Norton. There's another one. Oh, this, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, another, yeah. They were the first dirty duo. <laughs> okay, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, also another yeah, one. Judy yeah, Gold, Eddie yeah, Burley. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, that's yeah. another one with Jim Norton and Louis Black. <laughs> I forgot what that's called, but they're also spoofing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's like the twenties. It's the like first, vaudeville. Yeah, yeah. And they're the first dudes to be completely triple X rated, and it ain't working naturally. No, no, no. Mine is about their ventriloquist team. Okay. And so he's got, he's found a little black uh, oh, puppet. No. Here it goes. And uh, <laughs> he's, he's, Sherrod is the voice of the puppet. Sherrod Small Comedian. Perfect casting. But yeah. again, it's all this, it's, it looks like the, the, the archival footage. It's just black and white. They've yeah. got a narrator. That's great. It's just so well done okay. that it looks, you know, really real. And so uh, William's on it. Uh, I'm in it. Kyle Grooms is in it, playing oh. like a the African American studies guy with the bow tie Perfect. and the glasses, Perfect. talking about the United Snakes Perfect. of America. Perfect. <laughs> you know, I got to check this out. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's called Horace and Huey. Horace and Huey. It's on Facebook. Right. You we got to find, gotta it. find it's that. Only eleven yeah. minutes. It's wonderful. Perfect. So I play the grandson of the greatest. Clan ventriloquist <laughs> of all time, who started with Horace and Huey. Once again, perfect casting. Back in yeah. the fifties, right? There's no script. We're ad libbing yeah. this whole. In New thing. York, you're the you're the guy. So yeah. all you gotta do, right? So all you gotta do is they're yeah. all talking about how great the guy is and how innovative this yeah. was and whatever whatever happened to him. No one knows. He just stopped talking one day. The act went away, you know. Yeah. And then every now and then they click to me, and I'm like, overrated. <laughs> so my whole job is just to shoot the whole thing down <laughs> and look like a complete hillbilly redneck, right? And it was you so, do that at the bar a lot, was, so that's well, perfect. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get coggy at the bar. So uh, yeah. it was so funny. And so, you know, I hate everything. I, I usually tell people I can't act, and I don't like doing little weird projects. Yeah, I, yeah. I told everybody, go watch this. It's really funny. I'm really proud That's of great. it. It's great. It's very funny. Yeah. So, hell, after 10 years at least, yeah. I was booked to do a cancer hospital benefit in Savannah, oh, Georgia. Oh, yeah. And the, uh, <laughs> great the, town. the reason yeah. I got it was um, 
I had done one up in Maine. Okay. And uh, somehow or another, the, all the, you know, the, a lot of the cancer hospital people, they, I mean, they know each other and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So they've recommended me another friend, two of us. She's a comic. She's from Georgia. We're going to go down here and do this thing. Well, you know, I got a contract and everything. But, but a month beforehand, the administrator, not a doctor or anything, the business person that runs the hospital, yeah. she sees this online and thinks it's real. Oh, thinks it's completely wow. Real, falls for it, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Thinks I'm real clan. Thinks it's all horrible. <laughs> She's in the big conference room of the hospital, like you would see in any business, whatever the business is. She's in a big conference room with the 13 people around the table, and they're going, "Hey, hey, it's not real. <laughs> You're looking. How did you get this job?" And her name was her name was Phoenicia Miracle. Oh no, white woman. What? <laughs> <laughs> No. Yes. No. <laughs> and Phoenicia Miracle wow. was with so the whole board. Oh she's like, we can't. Um, so they took the hospital. She was. She wrote it all the way to the ground. We still yeah. did the show. Yeah. We sold out 750 seats in the theater. All the money yeah. went to the cancer charity. Yeah. But none of the things had the hospital's logo on it. It went from being presented by them to just being presented by the cancer charity because Phoenicia Miracle saw that little spoof. <laughs> So that's that's the weirdest one ever. I mean, that's why like Blair, she's the reason Blair Witch was so successful. Yeah, <laughs> People like that, are the reason. Enderman. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps that genre moving. That genre will always be successful. Well, thanks so much, man, for doing this. It's always great hey, to easy, great buddy. to see it. you, man. You it's know, always it's, uh, fun and yeah, you know, you know it went great. Always when it just, me well, it went seemed like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic, totally fantastic. And uh, what? How can we find you out there? VicHenley.com or yeah. at VicHenley on Twitter or at VicHenley on Instagram. That's right. Very cool. So. And uh, yeah, it's hard to get a hold of you sometimes. I remember you didn't you didn't have a cell phone for a long time. Two thousand seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still remember two thousand seven. I had a text telling me, I go, do you have Henley's number? Nope. Last time I had his home number. Yeah, I'm not calling nobody's house anymore. I had a landline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> calling a landline. <laughs> so, I was happy I got a hold of you. It was a, it was a whole thing. It took, it, it took about four hours you to get a hold of you. You're in my phone. Very cool. So thank you for listening. To, I'll leave you with this and uh, keep being funny, guys. Yeah. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.